Good evening and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Von Don, along with my co-host, Addison Elko. How's it going? And Chad Patterson. It's been a while. Hello. It has been quite some time, and I was trying to remember what episode number this is, and I have no idea. Anybody else have an, an idea what episode number this is? 52 after a seven-month hiatus. 52. So we reached half of the century mark. We're over half the century mark. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We need to get to triple digits. I'm not letting this die until we get to triple digits. You probably could like play the last two podcasts, which each had these gaps, and we probably like we're back, going to be consistent, and then we're <laughs> so. <laughs> no, this, this time I'm not saying we're going to be consistent, but we're going to do this long enough where we accumulate 100 podcasts. So if that happens over the next 25 years, I'm fine with it. We just need to get to 100. Okay. Life, life man. Hey, if I would have got the PFF job, I would have been doing this all the time. Dude, next time. They missed out. Honestly, honestly, anything we can do to just take over NBC Edge, I'm over it. I'm over them. I'm over them as <laughs> existing and as an entity. They are just horrifyingly bad. Ruining fantasy forever. You want a hunger strike? Honestly, yeah. Song's been stuck in my head all day, but... Uh, besides the point, since, since we do have an abridged episode, we will get, uh, get right into it. Um, for this one, since we've, we've taken some time off, we don't want to go too much into news and training camp. Um, if we do hopefully do it consistently, really just wanted to focus on the draft. Do a little recap um, and see what we're looking like going into the season. That sounds the good. draft. It, it, was an, it was an awesome event. It was an absolutely awesome event. It was it a perfect was. day. Not too hot. Kojak's backyard is great. And once again, thank you, Kojak, for the hospitality. You were awesome, as always. We love you, dude. Um, but yeah, awesome day. Awesome day. Yeah, course, like, the punishment of all time. The easiest of all time. Yeah, I, I didn't even ask Itzler for any drinks. At that any cooler of beer should have been in the back corner of the yard. Like he should have had to have walked a great one hundred percent. He walked three feet. It was the I, weakest punishment of all time. I debated having him come to my car and get the beer and bring it to the backyard, but I thought that would be too, that would be too much. But now I'm thinking that was maybe too little. It might have been too little. The presentation was great. I don't think we should do that again because I don't think anyone could top Itzler's presentation on why he sucked and what he'll do to get better. It was very well done. It was really fun. But the actual punishment was just weak. It was bad. I mean, this, this next one's going to be entertaining as hell, though. This one, yes. I really do not want to lose this. Although I would probably have a good conversation with a blow-up doll at a restaurant. I, I do not want to lose. <laughs> Someone like you, Eric, though, can make that like work because you're just that kind of guy. But like some some of us are awkward, like including myself, that would really struggle with something like that. <laughs> Regardless, I do not want to do it. <laughs> well, we still got to get your calendar done, right? We do. Like I said, dude, I'm I'm down like 16 pounds, so I'm I'm ready to rock. Whenever you guys get that set up, I'm gonna look good. That's all I can say. Right, Sam? She said yes. I'm not saying I work at a studio with a green screen, but I work at a studio with a green screen. So you're telling me I have to come to Syracuse? Is that is this an excuse? Take a little day, take a little day trip. I'm down. Same. All right, maybe right, we'll make this happen. But what a weekend! The draft, the crunk. It was just a weekend. It lived up to the hype, although it was over just so fast. But it was awesome. Congratulations was. to the crunk championship. Uh, two two of which are on this podcast. So. Woo. Congra- humble back and got yourself. I like that. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Not that I had anything to do with it. You, play you both golf. Time. You both golf great. Objectively, you both golf. Amazing. Eric, I've never seen you golf that well. That's and add, I've golfed with you a bunch, and that's got to be top three three best performances I've seen out of you. Wow. You, was just like, you weren't missing. It was like unreal. It was fun to watch. I appreciate it. Was. It. it was like Jordan golfing. in 93. So you want to want to get into the draft round by round, pick by pick? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll start off with the, first, the first, uh, round one, and then we'll kind of kind of alternate through. Okay. Um, so the first first 14 picks are as follows. Um, we had Matt Kojak with Najee Harris. I think long time coming pick. Everyone knew that was coming. Um, Ridge sticking sticking uh, pretty classic with Jamar Chase. Uh, Kojak with Travis Etienne at three. Addison with his boy Javante Williams at four. Uh, Kojak with Kyle Pitts at five. Um, immediately trade after that. We'll get into that later. Um, Itzler with Devonta Smith at six with Devonta Gate. Um, seven, Josh with Jalen Waddle. Um, Addison trading in for Rashad Bateman at eight. Matt Kojak with Elijah Moore at nine, Trey Sermon 10 for Ridge, Michael Carter, Kojak 11, Rondell Moore, Fam at 12, Terrace Marshall 13 with Rob, and rounding out with pick 14, myself with Trev Daddy. So a great, a pretty, pretty chalk first round, but a lot of good picks. So we'll, we'll kind of dive into it. Um, Addison, I'll start with you. Any, any picks that you really liked? Obviously, you, I know you have your, your boys in there, but anything that really stood out to you? I, yeah, like I guess I'm pretty chalk. I can't really make an argument for anyone who went like early second to jump anybody in the first round. I don't 
particularly love everyone the first round. Like I am fading Devonta for the BMI reasons. I wasn't in love with Elijah Moore. Those type of receivers don't kind of grasp me, although like, you know, shifty smaller slot receivers can carve a role, but I'm more of like an alpha, you know, Metcalf type of guy, uh, especially in the first round. But yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, Kojak dominated, you know, I forgot he made the playoffs last year, snuck in as a six seed, comes back with one, two, three, four, five firsts. I mean, good for him. And then, uh, I mean, I was happy. I, I had Javante as my running back one and Bateman as my wide receiver two in this class. So I was pretty happy to, you know, get Javante at four. I, I really had no, I didn't want any, I, did, I wasn't interested in taking Kyle Pitts at four. Like if I did, I was more of a bluff, but I was pretty vocal about Javante. And, you know, I gave up some future capital for eight. I'm actually surprised that Kojak, I mean, he had a lot of picks and he wanted to get some future capital, but I'll, I'll trade a two year first in the future in a second for one away all day. So I was pretty happy, but yeah, I mean, nothing, you know, I don't know. Maybe Kojak could have done a little better at nine and 11. I think if he went Rondell Moore and Terrence Marshall, I thought he would have done a lot better personally than Moore and Carter. Um, But he's a Jet fan. So you kind of knew he was going to lean to the Jets, but he did enough in the early, you know, his first five picks, I guess, to be happy. But I think he could have like hit a home run with this pick, like the first round. And I think kind of left a little out there, in my opinion. I, I, so I, I'm, I'm interested because I, I do really like Elijah Moore and I thought you were higher on him than that. I, I agree. Michael Carter probably should have been a second round pick. Um, I, I get the opportunity, but I, I really do like Elijah Moore. I think he went perfectly where I, eight or nine is where I would have taken him. Okay. Chad, what about you? Any thoughts on the first it, round? No, I agree. I, th- I think he went pretty chalk. Um, you know, I, I, I said outside of maybe like, tw- like 12, the top 12, I don't, I, f- I think the rest are really all kind of not dart throws, but like aren't as good as previous classes. Um, I, this class falls somewhere in between 2016 and 2020, 2020 obviously being the upper echelon, 2016 being the low of the low. <clears throat> but um, some of my favorite picks probably to, to boost his ego a little bit, Rondell Moore at 12. I've loved Rondell Moore since Purdue, his Purdue days. Um, there was a time when he was projected, I think, uh, mocked like top five in our drafts. Um, and there was even a mock that came out like a month ago, I think Eric, you did that. You had him falling to the second round. I think that was intentional, just because you. I just, I just were hoping that he wanted him, <laughs> that he would get it. But for him to fall to twelve, I mean, what a great value for fam. Now he has three Cardinals receivers. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree. I, I think Sermon and Carter were a little high. Um, I would probably move more and Marshall up there. You got your boy Lawrence, and you know, maybe maybe the only debatable picks would be adds love for Javante over Kyle Pitts, but like, I, I understand it. Um, especially I believe Ad, you have good tight ends on your roster already. So why not take the upside running back? So. Yeah. I mean, if I was like super, super thin at tight end, but like you said, I, I have a uh, fan and John Smith. So right. like, it's not a need. I know at this, like at four overall, you should just take BPA over need. But like I said, I had Javante as the running back one. So if I can get him at four, I'm taking that, but. You had him over Najee, huh? Yeah. I guys like Najee and ETN, they they did really, really well as seniors. But when you're a senior, you're more developed physically against other competition. Javante is a 20-year-old, two years younger than all these other running backs, you know, gonna have a longer, possibly a longer just NFL career. And I'm more impressed when a guy can do things at a younger age than other guys at in the senior year level. Um, and I like the landing spot. I think Melvin has, it's going to be like Chubb or some other guys where, you know, eventually they're going to take over unless they really flop. Like, I guess it can happen, but sure. Melvin's there, but this feels like a week 10, maybe, or maybe week seven change of the guard or a minimum you're waiting one year and then you kind of have a bell cow there. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we said, pretty chalky. I think we, I mean, pre draft, pre NFL draft. I mean, I liked Rondell Moore and Terrence Marshall over, Elijah Moore um, and some other like probably other guys like I was really high on the wide receivers but they went to spots with other alpha wide receivers so I think that's the kind of reason they slid like because of Hopkins and uh, DJ Moore being there they're not stepping into a you know an immediate wide receiver one but like really neither is Jamar Chase so like I mean we didn't really talk about the NFL draft but I still think that was a weird pick 
given how well T Higgins played last year and they had Boyd. That's just a lot of mouths to feed. I'm not saying I, I think is the right pick at 102, but it's a lot. It's a, it's a crowded, crowded space there. I, I agree with you. I, I honestly think that was just a request from Burrow type of pick. You know what I mean? Like give, give your first sure. round pick what he wants. You know, like I agree. T Higgins has gotten nothing but positive buzz. He's come back and just apparently looked like a stud, like a Greek guy. He was great. Update. So it was a mistake. They should have took the offense. They should have took Sewell. I agree. I 100% agree with you, but I mean, I hope the Bengals rot. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. They could have got, they probably could have got Rondell more in the second round, right? They picked early second, I think. Like, yeah. All the camp reports are that these defensive linemen and linebackers and defensive ends are just getting to Burrow with ease. And like he's making bad throws because there's always pressure in his face and a guy that's just coming off destroying his knee. Right. You know, the fact that he's even practicing is one thing, but to have pressure in your face constantly and it's in early August is can never be good. So we'll see how that pans out. Well, but uh, let's, let's, uh, let's keep it moving a little bit. You want to jump on to round two, Chad, you want to read us off for round two? Sure. Uh, 15, we got Pat Fryermuth, go Steelers. 16, me, I got Amon Ross St. Brown. 17, Trey Lance to wire. 18, Amari Rogers to wire. 19, Kenneth Gainwell to rob. 20, Chubba Hubbard to wire. 21, Kadarius Tony to Rogers. 22, Ramondre needs to learn everything Stevenson to Eric. <laughs> 23, Nico Collins to Ridge. 24, Zach Wilson to Josh. 25, Justin Fields to Eric. 26, Diami Brown to me. 27, Dwayne Eskridge to Rob. And 28, Cole Komet to Eric. Any, anything stand out a to lot you? Of quarter, a lot of quarterbacks. Agreed, yeah. but I, I honestly, too, and I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I will have to defend it at some point, but I, I, for, for me specifically, right, my team's not great, but at this point, like, what realistic difference makers do I have? I'd rather just take the upside shot on a Justin Fields than taking De'Ami Brown, who I really think is bad. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was my whole thing. Right, but, like, I don't know. Like, if you're trying to build your team back up, taking two quarterbacks and two tight ends is not, like, building your – that's, like, the least valuable position. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the upside shot, though. I, I could, from, from my perspective and my board, there was no one that was going to make immediate impact for me at wide receiver because my wide receivers are pretty deep. And I ended up taking my uh, assumed running back with Stevenson and Elijah Mitchell at 29. So I, I got two guys there, and I figured I would just take the upside. I, di- I did panic at 15 with the Fryermuth pick. I do like Fryermuth. Re- going back on it, if I could redo it, I'd probably take Nico Collins there. Um, not even necessarily because I like Nico Collins. I think he just got a good opportunity, and he's decently athletic. Um, I would have taken that's my favorite pick of this round. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I, I like Nico Collins. I, I have no problem with him. I do like Fryermuth, but I, I would have probably taken him later if I could do it again. Like probably Nico could have been my two, a 201 or even argued 14. I mean, I probably maybe not take him over Lawrence, but like that depth chart is horrible. And then people are kind of looking at the, like the immediate situation that if they have Watson, they don't have Watson. They're probably going to have, if they don't have Watson, they're probably going to picking one overall next year and ha- taking the best college quarterback. And then all of a sudden that like landing spot looks a hell of a lot better than it does right now. So I am kind of surprised he falls away at 23. That's a fair point. He's getting a lot of camp hype too. I've seen. Yeah. I mean, if you're picking in the middle of the second round, I don't think you're looking for like an immediate impact starter and all you have to do is wait a year and I, you know, cooks is still there. Sure. But like that QB talent could be a lot better. Well, it should be a lot better in a year. Their their Uh, tight ends aren't even good. You know what I mean? It's not even, they have like a dominant tight, they have like a tight end committee of like three pass catching guys. So, right. like, I, I agree. I 100% would have taken him. I love the Nico Collins pick by Ridge there. And then five, five quarterbacks in the top 25. That's got to be a record. Yeah, it was a deep, deep QB class. Yeah, it deep was. And the, the most controversial pick, 21, Kadarius Toney. A lot of the a lot of the league is divided on him. I think mostly that he's going to be a bust. Um, he's got first-round draft capital. But we know Rodgers' track history with picking – with value picks in the second round. Do you think this is going to work out for him? Only because Rodgers has him, but I'm so certain he's not going to pan out that he's just one of those guys, like, eventually you got to take him. Like, that's how I was with Bugs last year. It's like, eventually you have to take him, but I would just, I, if I'm up, I'll just trade out and not be forced to pick him or feel like I have to pick him. Yeah, I'm on the same page. I, th- I think it's a burnt pick. I, I really, I'm, I'm just not, I don't like him very much. I thought Chubba went a little high. Um, I love, I love, I, love, I, love I know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he's behind. McCaffrey with a huge contract. Right. You're right. You got a round four 
backup running back to like the top dynasty running back in the league. It's just like it's not an ideal situation. I understand. I understand it from Roger um, Wire's standpoint, though, because Rogers was likely going to take. You know what I mean? You likely take that back up if you're Rogers. Is my if guess. Rogers took him, that make that just makes sense. That's what I mean. I, I Wire loved him, and I think he just wanted to take him in front of Rogers. I think that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This this entire round is just take your guy. Yeah. And we saw that we saw the first, uh, I think the first vet go with to you, 28, Cole Komet. What do you see in him, Eric? I, I like Cole Komet. I think he flashed a little bit last year. I know he's playing with Jimmy Graham. He started to usurp a lot, uh, usurp a lot more of his targets towards the end of the year. Um, I think you have a, a young quarterback with Justin Fields who's going to look for your safety net. Um, who else really do they have? They just traded, what, Anthony Miller's gone now? So who else do they really have, uh, have outside of A-Rob and uh, Tariq Cohen kind of catching out of the backfield? So I, I like him. I think he's got upside. I think he can block and I think he can run routes. So I'm super happy with Cole Komet at 28. I've gotten him in, in all of my rookie drafts so far. So I'm, uh, Chad, you, okay. yeah. no, I'll say Chad, you gotta be happy. Right. I like, I love, I feel like I'm a state Brown has been like a Debbie darling for ever. ever. Like I've heard really? his name before, like for the last couple of years. Um, yeah. and he goes like a pretty open situation. I'm very happy. Um, my only concern with him was that he's a fourth round wide receiver and you typically historically fourth round wide receivers never pan out mm-hmm. but that depth chart is wide open um at their wide receivers are like tyrell williams Rashad perriman quintez cephas so why can't he step immediately into a slot role and provide immediate production For sure. um i think they're gonna be playing from behind a lot and i think he can he can get a lot of targets um we'll see his camp reports have been pretty positive so far i guess he is always the last one off the field catching like some of them like 200 balls off the jugs machine every day and that's what you like to see out of your uh, out of your draft picks. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with that. He's trying to get to that Sammy Watkins one million target threshold. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, I was be him. I was between him and Tony, and I think I'm I think I'm happy with my pick. I think you made the right call, at least from this podcast perspective. 100 percent agree. 100 percent agree. Any 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 picks stand out to you as like you truly truly didn't like, or outside of the Fryer pick? I think that's a consensus. No one really liked that pick. Um. I mean, I didn't really know anything about Dwayne Eskridge pre-draft. I thought when Seattle took him, it was kind of surprising. And I just – I guess if you're banking on waiting for Lockett to kind of be gone, but he's kind of an older rookie. He's already 24. Um, you know, he was a second-round pick, though. I mean, that's kind of what bolted mm-hmm. him up. Probably he was a, a round four guy pre-NFL draft, and then the Seahawks take him second round, so that kind of got some – I think that's like the only reason you take him here is literally because he got drafted in the second round. Yeah. He, he reminds me of Deontay Johnson from last year, kind of out of nowhere. I really didn't scout Toledo. You know what I mean? I didn't really know anything right. about Deontay Johnson. He comes in the third round of the Steelers and great route runner comes in pretty hot. So it reminds me of that, but I don't know if he's going to pan out. Yeah. I mean, he's attached to Russell Wilson. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully you can provide some production there. But um, it, it is cool that Wire got um, probably the next Joe Montana at 17 thrown to IU. So I will give him a shout out for, uh, for Trey Lance. <laughs> Uh, Lance is um, making any a lot of camp play. Uh, no. Any other thoughts on the second round before we uh, move on? No, I think. Cool. Add, you want to want to take us to the start? Sure. I think this was the veteran round. Typically, round three starts the you see the vets being taken. So we had Elijah Mitchell, to Eric at twenty three, Tevin Coleman to Itzler, Adam Troutman to Rob, Hunter Henry to Tiz. Another. We didn't even talk about the Devonta Devonta thing, but uh, another controversy was the Hunter Henry pick. Uh, Marvin Jones to Dooch at 33, Gerald Everett to Josh 34, Staff Daddy to Rogers, uh, Josh Palmer to Nick, Tylen Wallace 32 to Rob, and Rob again taking Russell Gage. I took Mac Jones at 39, uh, Davion Hawkins to Itzler at 40, then Eric back to back with Brian Hill and Jared Dokes, and then a couple. compensation picks for Josh and Sam with Jamar Jefferson and Devinta Booker. Devinta. Sometimes uh, a lot, lot of veterans here. Um, Hunter Henry was my number one after well pre Julio Jones trade uh, free agent. So I don't blame Tiz who seems to have like the, it's the only position he needs to be to complete his team. But yeah, I mean, honestly, he could probably start no one to tie in and win most of his league, most of his games. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's really a pick here that I adamantly don't like. It's a lot of vets. Um, I probably don't like my Mac Jones pick. That was kind of a panic pick. 
but I kind of got salty that none of the other quarterbacks fell, including Stafford, who I wanted. Uh, so I just took the last rookie quarterback available. But uh, I don't think it's a bad spot for Mac Joe. I really, I really don't. I don't either. I was, just, I was honestly just never a fan of Jamar Jefferson throughout the the process. So he'd probably be the only pick that I really don't like. But at that point, it's basically a four. He fell really late. Not. Yeah, he was around seven guys. That's probably not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah, I was never the biggest fan, so that, that's probably the only one I really don't like, but everything else is is fine. I have no arguments, like you said. Also, I I, I don't know if I had Everett in my free agent thing, but I, am I crazy to think he probably would have went undrafted if he didn't get picked here? No, I, I do like Everett. If I if I didn't take two tight ends previously, I would have probably taken a stab at him. I don't think he seems a little high. I do like the trap. I mean, everyone and their mom seems to be on, oh, jo- the, Josh- on the Troutman train. Josh also too was was part part of that controversy. He had Hunter Henry ready to go, so I think yeah. that was also more of a panic pick. So a maybe he could have gone to the fourth. I think Josh was just more frustrated, which I understand, uh, but he wanted Hunter Henry. Yeah, and how about Rogers, who has who might have a need for quarterback with having Watson getting Matt Stafford, who goes to the Rams and surrounded by good wide receivers. You know, he should put up probably QB one numbers, and to take him in the middle of the third round, it fills a need for him. So another value pick for him. Yeah. I mean, another, yeah, another good value. I like the, I end up taking the other, we'll get to in round five, the other Falcons running back, but I think that's a pretty wide open uh, running back field. So I don't hate the Ipswich pick there at Hawkins. This is a guy who could take over if Mike Davis goes down or Mike Davis doesn't do his, you know, do well in the beginning of the season. Dude, Marvin Jones makes sense to stack yeah. up on depth. Yeah. The league, the league is definitely getting bit. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like everyone really knows now, like who to take. Like I feel like the league's gotten infinitely better at drafting across the board. Just so many years of doing it, like everyone has improved. Eric, did you cut Ryan Hill already? I cut Ryan Hill and Jared Dokes actually. Oh. Um, yeah. So it was great, great draft management by me. Um, yeah. So those are probably really, two worst really picks in the draft, picks. given you've already cut two th- round three picks. Yeah, no, no, no. I I had zero concept of of draft management in this this draft, so I I fully take responsibility on myself. Doke's another round seven pick. Yeah, he was e- easily easily cuttable. That's <laughs> easily cuttable. Where does Devonta Booker play football now? Raiders, I think. Still, not one hundred percent positive, but I, I saw think so. I saw Theo Riddick retired. Yeah. Sad. And I'm now googling Devonta Booker. Uh, he's on the Giants. Oh. Oh wow. Oh nice. That's probably a good pickup then. Well, they did. Then they signed Morris. They did sign Morris. Alpha Morris. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. So Saquon's probably the second string there. Alpha right. probably number one. Right. Um, I mean that's kind of a classic Nick pick. Like honestly, I think he picked him up just to pop maybe start him week one if Saquon was out. Like he was just trading around end of round three comp pick just for like a possible week one bell cap. I feel like that's like taking um, Doug Martin right now. You know, I feel like they're the same player and probably gonna have the same output. Where Doug Martin's not in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Muscle hamster. My dude, my second my second round startup pick. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, all right. Do we wanna wanna dive into round four? Any other thoughts on round three? Are you keeping Elijah Mitchell too? Like what has he been? He ha- hasn't really been doing much. I think I think he was either injured or had COVID to start. I'm not hundred percent positive, but he, I really haven't had much buzz on him yet. Um, I'm de- definitely holding on to him just in case. You never know what's going to happen, but I-, I am going to have to cut two people. Um, where, where is he on that depth chart? He's probably the fourth guy um, behind because it's what? It's Mostert. It's Wayne Gallman. Sermon. Who? Yeah, Trey Sermon. It's um, the, the one. They also have Wilson. Who's... Yeah, uh, Wilson who's hurt and then him. All right. He might, I also do. I did pick up Wayne Gallman. I burnt my waiver on that. So I figured one of them will will – Give me some production at some point. 21 hours ago, Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell fit well into 49ers' room of running backs. There you go. Is that a, is that a Yahoo update? That was NBC Sports. Ah. I dislike the no positions from second round on. Yeah, there's a lot of going on. <laughs> I'll, I'll go in and, and add those after. Um, but we want to jump into the fourth round? Yeah, Eric, you can take it. All right, let's do it. Um, so with pick 45... Dooch going Xavier Jones. Great pick. I definitely considered him in the third round. Unfortunately, took Jared Doak, so not the greatest pick by me. 
Uh, but great pick by Doge. Um, Add with Brashad Perriman at 46. Tiz with Jacoby Myers, 47, who's going to be uh, back up to Nelson Aguilar. 48, Carlos Hyde. Um, to myself again, I also cut Carlos Hyde. Um, Fam, carry on Johnson at 49. 50, Matt Kojak. Jason Chase Young. Love it. Just love it. Um, Rogers with Chris Evans. Dooch with Larry Roundtree, the third. Um, Fam with Tutu Atwell. I actually really love that pick at this point in the draft. Uh, 54, a wire with Salvin Ahmed. He looked me in the eye, told me he wasn't taking him, and then slipped his middle finger and said, I'm taking him after we <laughs> traded for the pick. Um, Rob with Cornell Powell at 55. Rob with DPJ, Saka Itzler. Um, Dooch with Tyrell Williams. And lastly, Dooch redrafting Hunter Henry. Yeah, I don't know who he actually took there. I'm not really sure who that was supposed to be. Going to have to do some research there. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. This supposed to be Hunter Long? With who? Could have been Hunter Long. That's likely it. I probably just rewrote Henry. We're going to go with that one. All right, cool. Any any thoughts on the, th on the fourth round? Uh, Chad, we'll start with you. Well, the thing that stands out to me is uh, Tutu Atwell, a second round wide receiver going in the fourth round. I think he's a guy like Tony where I think the whole the entire league is down on him because he's the same body frame as Mike Balducci. <laughs> he might have some more muscle mass, to be honest with you. He might. What did he actually weigh in the combine? Because when you Google him, it says 5'9", 165. No shot he's 165. I, I honestly thought it was 147. I don't know why that number stands out to me, but that's really what I thought. Wikipedia says 5'9", 165. I don't believe that. Neither do I. Okay, he did weigh in at 155. Okay. That is just so small. <laughs> that's small for like a high schooler. I thought so. He's five nine. Ron, I I thought Rondell Moore was taller than him. Rondell Moore was only five seven, but obviously like a brick shit house. But Nick saying size doesn't matter in this draft. Um, I, I I've always been on the statue that height really doesn't matter. Like I, I I like the smaller receivers. I have no issues with them. It's just the, the fact that you weigh one fifty five. That's like not gonna do it. You're gonna you're gonna get injured severely. You know. Not what was Travis Benjamin's measurements? Measurements. I feel like that would be a good comfort. He was like one sixty something. He was a little bit heavier. Um, Five ten. Well, I looked that up. So I feel like this was Kojak's first picks after the first round. Kojak starts to get a little off the hinge in these. I mean, it's round four or five, but we're going to see some other picks in the in the fifth round. But uh, Chase Young was an interesting pick. For an I, think, I think, like I said, he, he actually did his research in the first round and then he just sailed it, mailed it in. I think he asked, like, is this guy taken? Like, the, the best defensive players don't, like, don't, aren't necessarily the best fantasy players. Like, yeah, especially defensive ends. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Aaron Donald's putting up, like, your fantasy. When, when he did ask, I did, I did honestly laugh audibly um, when he asked if Chase Young was taken. So I, I apologize for, for being rude there, Matt, <laughs> if you are listening. <laughs> Uh, I, I do like the Chris Evans pick. Yeah, another good one. He's got a chance to play. Definitely does. And we see um, the uh, the Lions wide receiver one and two go in the fourth round here in Perriman and Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy with Perriman. He was, you know, I don't, I never really loved him as a receiver, but just I was looking for some veteran depth and we already discussed how wide open that depth chart is, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I never never really liked Perriman, but, like, he's got the opportunity, and he's still hanging around. You know what I mean? He's still getting playing time. So, I mean, it's not, not a bad pick at all. But he said, I, the reason I got upset, we you guys said the Mac Jones pick wasn't too bad. My thought process was Mac Jones may go before I pick at 46, and I was going to pick Xavier Jones. But I kind of flipped it, hoping Xavier Jones was going to be there at 46 and then do sniping right mm. before me. Because that's, I think it's a great pick. He seems to be getting the running back too hype. They don't, they seem committed on not bringing anybody else in. That could change, I guess, if uh, Henderson gets hurt. I would assume they bring someone else in. But for now, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good handcuff to get in the fourth round. Yeah, no, absolutely. Is there, is there, I'm trying to think now, is there any other like free agents that are decent names that have not signed running back wise? I kind of want to look that up because I, 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 I honestly don't think they make it without bringing know, someone up. Um, it's like Lamar Miller, Gurley. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple. Duke Johnson, I don't think, is signed. Yeah, Duke Johnson's a good one. There you go. So, so yeah. That guy just never got the opportunity. 
I disagree. He did. He was just, he was a little bit smaller. Like he was on Cleveland. He, he got running, he got playing time. He was just never going to be a, a feature back. He was just never going to be that. But yeah, I like the DPJ pick too. He see flashed. He was on my free, top free agent list as well. Yeah. But he, had, he definitely had some flashes. I'm curious his role with OBJ coming back healthy and sure. Jarvis and everyone I mean, else there. Rashad Higgins like actually played pretty well down the stretch when OBJ was out. Like Baker loves Higgins, so I honestly don't know where DPJ is going to go. He'll be in that four receiver rotation, but uh, I, I don't know if he's going to get overshadowed. We'll see if he takes that step though. I do. I I am a fan. Yeah, he showed flashes last year for sure. Uh, and, and Cordell Powell, he went to the Chiefs, right? Anytime you're attached to Mahomes, yeah. you never know what could happen there. Yeah, because they have like Callaway is getting hyped, so literally could happen to anyone. I mean, who's the clear Chiefs like two and three? Now that Sammy's hmm. gone and find me Cole and um uh, Demarcus Hood. They, right now Pringle is listed as the wide receiver. So basically oh, the wide receiver man. three position is pretty open. And yeah. Nicole is fine. But yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick there. Absolutely. I think Antonio Antonio Callaway's there too. Yeah, that's why I want someone to pick him up because I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to cut three running backs and I'm going to pick up Antonio Callaway and he's not going to play. You've so already please picked. So do you still have Carl's side? No, I, I had to cut Carl's side. So you've cut. When's the last? So you've kept so Elijah I kept Mitchell, but you cut the other two. So you've cut pick 41, 42, and 48. I'm trying to say this. And then I, tra- I traded um, Marset to you and I traded Fryermuth to Kojak. Well, that was a bad trade because you literally could not get better value than no, you picked him for. Like you could just I, I, at least I, I, ask I, him for a fourth. Nothing right managing this draft. I, I know. I know that it was bad. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I like I like some of my picks, but my draft management was horrifying. It sounds to me like you should trade your thirds and fourths if you're just going to cut the guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I obviously wanted to. I just didn't in the moment, and here we are. You could have packaged like twenty nine and forty. For probably like a future second. Yeah, I, I, I could have done a lot. It's entirely on me. And I, I know you're crying at this point. Well, you, I mean, you just complimented how everyone's getting smarter. And then you have arguably your worst managed draft. Like, it, I'm, 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 you may have a good draft. You didn't keep anybody. It's crazy to cut two thirds and a fourth before the season, before NFL teams even cut their team. Their yeah, this is definitely the most that any, any owner has ever done. I'm, ha- I'm happy. Were you over the roster number? Is that, or was it just well, you? Well, well over the roster number. So you had to cut guys. Yes. So I tried. I traded two and then cut three. Um, Eric just accepted not trading back and just taking guys and cutting. Exactly. What's the thrill of drafting? It is. I had a great time. <laughs> I have no complaints. No, no regrets. Eric uh, wanted to immediately tinker by cutting his guys. <laughs> it's an addiction. Um, right, any, any other thoughts on the fourth round before we wrap it up with the fifth and then maybe go into a little bit of uh, Javante, Devante Gate? Uh, sure. Uh, round four is pretty flaws, as yeah. it normally is. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll take round five. Um, 59, we had Daniel Jones to Dooch. 60, Darrell, but it's pronounced Darrell Williams to Tiz. 61, Emher Smith Marset to Eric. 62, Jake Funk. Dooch, I'm not even sure who that is. 63, Quadri Olison to add. 64, Rob to Kylan Hill. 65, KJ Hamler to Fam. 66, it's takes Alan Lazard. It's a good pick there. 67, Tim Tebow goes. Tim Tebow goes to Kojak. 68, Josh takes Joe Schobert. 69, nice. Uh, does Fitzpatrick to add. 70 is yours truly. I take Devin Bush. 71, Denver D to Dooch. And 72, Mr. Irrelevant. C. Patterson takes C. Patterson. How we like him round five? It was a great Mr. Ellen pick. I had to do it. I don't know if you still have him, but that was very funny. I do. He's actually getting some hype. Um, I I like this round better than round four. It's fair. I think. Yeah. I, I think there's guys in here like – so I ended up trading for Smith-Marset. He's been getting like a lot of hype as the wide receiver three. I think one of their other receivers last year just got hurt like half of the year. They did bring D.D. Westbrook, but I think he'll be the wide receiver three. And then the one's getting a little old, you know. Um, you know yeah, Jeff B.C. Johnson uh, yeah. towards ACL. Yes. Uh, Jake Funk is the other – so in the uh, other committee of Rams running backs, but I think he's more like a fullback. 
right? But Dooch basically just doubled up on the handcuffs to Daryl Henderson, more or less. Um, but yeah, we, then we got Tim Tebow and a defense in the round five. So maybe I don't like this round more than round five, round four, but. Well, I think that the Tebow pick was was egregious. Um, I mean, it's comical that he had that one touchdown highlight out of camp, but I, I mean, I, I think that's going to be it. But I mean, hopefully Kojak knows. I don't know. I do like the Devin Bush. I kind of forgot I didn't have him, which was upsetting. Was yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you cut him either because he's a stud. Oh, you forgot you didn't have him? Yeah. He, did he get, he, oh, he got hurt, right? Last yeah, year? Yeah, no. I think he tore his ACL. That was last year. Okay, yeah. so that's why I didn't keep him. Yeah. yeah, I probably would have – well, I don't know. I did – so we were talking about earlier where um, it sort of took Hawkins. I kind of just waited a, two, a couple more rounds and took Olsen again because the Falcons running back depth chart seems pretty open. But I do like the Alan Lazard pick. I've been a big Alan Lazard guy. And this is this is all pre-Rodgers coming back to Green Bay, right? Yeah. So that worked out for Lazard and Amari Rodgers, who's taking the second. Very much. Yeah, good point. Um, I, hate I, I, I do really like your your Olsen pick. Um, I think it's a it's a great great play, especially this late. But how how the mighty? I mean, who, was there anyone that didn't like? This will be okay. So mark this down as like the next year's draft, where a couple people like me. I don't know if anyone else hated KJ Hamler as much as I did last year, but hated 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 him. Now he's a fifth round rookie startup. Let's see where Kadarius Tony is this time next year. Maybe he too will be a fifth round. Okay. I feel like but, Rogers usually tries to like make the best value, so I don't. I don't think he'll cut him. I think he'll keep. Oh, that was Nick. Nick. Him. Nick took him. Oh, oh, Nick did. I thought Rogers did. It's Nick's pick, but it was Rogers' pick. But Sam took him. Oh, you're talking they, about Hamler, not Tony. I was talking about Tony. You're talking oh, about oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're you're probably right. He's a Giants fan too, so he probably won't cut him. Yeah, I think I'll hold on to it. But I, I know what you mean. I'm sure Fair there's be plenty of players that do it. Yeah. But how the mighty have fallen. But uh. Yeah, I think Dooch already cut Daniel Jones. I like Des. I mean, I'm he might be of all the guys I have right now. Des Fitzpatrick may be the one who gets cut, but why were receiver three spots pretty wide open? Julio Jones. I don't know how many years he has there in Tennessee, so you would think in a year the wide receiver two position could be pretty open for an offense that was pretty high volume last year. Um, so I don't know. I probably probably will cut him, but I still like the value. I think his, for like the rookie ADP, I don't think he was supposed to fall that nearly that far. So that's fine taking him. And the, the defense, I'll just never be a fan of. I don't care who they're playing the first few weeks. Just I'm not. When I do my grades a year later, it's an automatic letter deduction. So you wonder out of all these round five guys, how many should have or could have gone undrafted that you could just picked up? Tebow. Right, but then like, are you really, are you gonna trade out of the fifth for like, right. like at that point, I kind of get yeah. if you have the roster space. But yeah, I'm probably. I mean, Lazard should have been drafted. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably half of them would have been on, went on drafted if we like flipped our picks with other people. Yeah. Again, though, I, I guess to your point though, this is the where you take your guy. Like, there's no yeah. reason for your yep. taking. But to your point, during the draft, you made a great point. There were a lot of players that were well below their ADP. I mean, above above their ADP here. Like, right. I mean, I mean that should have been higher. Like you said, Des Patrick should have been higher. Brevin Jordan probably should got drafted in general or picked up. Who was the the we probably mentioned earlier the um, the Browns receiver rookie? I, I think he's actually a terrible player. I would never have touched him. So DLF had him like high, and he. I don't know if he got drafted, or if he did, it was way, way below. Anthony Schwartz, he didn't get touched. Yeah, actually, maybe did. No, he didn't. We would have announced. That. I don't think he did. I think he got picked yeah. up. He's a yeah. guy that probably should have been in the fifth. Anthony Schwartz had a. He was thirtieth. I know we had veterans and stuff, but he was ranked thirtieth out of rookies. Yeah, and he didn't get picked. He didn't get drafted. Him to me is the opposite of um, Vince Mail, where Vince Mail was very slow mm-hmm. and couldn't catch the ball. Anthony Schwartz is very fast, and that's really it. And can't so, catch the ball. He's eh, he's okay. That's I, what I, I was saying. I hated that pick when we took it. I understand because uh, if OBJ goes down, you want a field stretcher, but I don't really like the pick. And you know, I'm not. I don't blindly follow DLF, but Des Fitzpatrick was ranked as the 33rd rookie ADP, so I felt 69 was worth a worth yeah, a dark nerds, nerds liked him too. They were talking about a lot, plenty of the podcast. He was he was definitely getting hype. I think even on UTH, he got some mention too. So I, Des- I have not listened to a, a fantasy podcast in maybe a year. Really? I don't know why. 
I, I get enough of it on Twitter, and sometimes I even scroll past some analytics stuff on Twitter because it's just like, I, I think I follow too many people now that it's just like Anyways. it's it's overload. Agree. I think I'm talking about with Chad too. If you want to find a guy or five who hate your player, you can find five who love your player, and you're like, what the fuck? I mean, it's fun. Like I love to cons- like it's fun mm-hmm. to consume. But then you get the guys are like, look at the ADPs from last year and how different they are. It's like, well, then you sucked at doing your job last year. Like you were really bad at ranking. This is. You're supposed to anticipate this, and you're really bad at it. And, like, yeah. DLF is usually, like, they flip theirs all the time, and it's, like, we – not only them, but, like, we look – everyone treats their rankings like the Bible sometimes or, like, use their calculators or use their rankings, and it's, like, mm-hmm. they're, they whiff all the time. See that negative player tweet? I just keep on scrolling, baby. <laughs> oh, nothing – no, nothing's better than right now is searching your guys on Twitter, and it's hard to find something negative unless – your Rodman yeah. Stevenson. The camp life is out of control. Is a combination of T.O. and Randy Moss. This is that one's ridiculous. T.O. and Randy Moss. <laughs> I I was obviously very high on Brian Edwards, but he's not a combination of T.O. and Randy Moss. Like, come on. Listen, when I when we when we re up the Omakasi bet, I was like in the back. Now I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm like a little, a little nervous. This is a lot of hype. This is Chanel's, Chanel's getting some hype too, but damn. This is one of the big, most hyped players I've seen in a, in a long time. T.O. and Randy Moss. And I, I saw the one play. I mean, he was draped. So it's like, all right, like he caught it, but like he was he had, he was draped. I mean, I, like it's a great catch. No, like don't get me wrong, but it's like, it's not like he burnt the guy and like showed some speed or like he was fully covered and just happened like it just falls on his hand. Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> I hope he could do that. Second round pick. No, it's, it's, it's an awesome time. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. who would I have to – I had to mute – I don't know who it was. I think it was Amir Marset. Like, someone named their Twitter handle, like, mm. Amir Marset fan club, and then just was tweeting nothing about him. So you had to mute him, and you got to sift through all that crap. Or then you get, like, the random Twitter accounts that show, like, where they're getting drafted and, like, different numbers, like their ADPs and stuff. It's like, I just want to see the camp. I want to see them do, like, a cone drill and how good it is or how good they look in notepads. It's the best. I don't think Simi, uh, I don't want to say his last name, the Dallas receiver that got taken. He's like an athletic freak from Stanford. Samai mm. Fioko. I don't want to say his last name. But he was ranked 38th on DLF, on undrafted. Obviously a crowded receiving core. But yeah, you can probably go through. And I don't even think these guys have been picked up. So it's interesting that I think a lot of people are holding on to their veterans and, you know, yeah. Guys of that, guys of that nature, maybe not veterans, but non-rookie players, rather than the fever cooled down a little bit. Maybe it's the class, but I'm just surprised that a lot of these guys are not even rostered. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. Brevin Jordan didn't get just picked up. Like I he want someone so far. In the, I mean, he was what was he even the tight end drafted in the real? Like no, no, no. I, he, I thought he was like the second far. best tight end in the in the draft, and then he fought. I don't even know where he actually got drafted in far tight ends, but I think it was like five or six. Like so yeah, many tight ends got taken over him. And now I do I do want to make a comment as we're talking about hype season. Even Keyshawn Vaughn was just praised by Bruce Arians. So you know. Wow. Real. <laughs> For what, his special team play? Um, looks like it. Oh, seriously? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, I was wrong. Brevin Jordan was the tight end eight taken in this class alone. I don't even know who Trey McKitty is or Kyle. McKinney's from Georgia. Yeah. So let's get into the Javante Devante drama. So, yeah, let's, we'll, we'll wrap it up on that. I mean, does anybody want to specifically take it? You're more more than welcome. I don't know the whole story. So maybe when you can explain it better. I can explain if you want. Sure. Do it. So I'm up to pick four. Kojak is, everyone knows in, trade talks with Tibbs. This is like kind of a separate but related issue. He's in trade talks with Tibbs. I guess not fully paying attention to what's going on. If he has been paying attention to the chat at all, he knows I love Javante Williams, so I don't know exactly why he thought I would take Javante Smith, but he heard uh, Javante Williams as being Javante Smith. So he thought Javante Smith was off the board, and I guess at pick five, he thought Javante Smith was gone, and he took Kyle Pitts only to realize that I took Javante Williams and had Devontae Smith been there, which he was, he would have taken him and not Kyle Pitts. And he didn't realize this until it was on the clock 
at pick six. So the pick was already in. I don't know if he noticed it writing on the board. I don't even know if he, I don't know when he noticed it, but it was during Itzler's two minutes to make or three minutes to make his pick. And he's like, oh shit, I took Javante Williams. It's like, just an all time dumb draft moment, like of all time. Like, worse than taking someone who's been drafted in the third, get booed, whatever, fine. Or what, I don't know, Hunter Henry got drafted twice. That's, that's more okay than not realizing you got picked. You have picks one, three, and five. This is like the only time in the draft you have to pay really good attention to what's going on. And he just didn't. And luckily, Ansel's a great guy, good friends with Kojak, is fine and would have probably taken Kyle Pitts had he been there at six. Told Kojak, hey, I'll just draft Kyle Pitts. Or I'm sorry, I'll just draft Devontae Smith and we'll just trade one for one. Could have easily held Kojak over the barrel and been like, give me a third, give me a second, you fucked up, it's your fault, you know. But he had pity on it on Kojak, probably because he was hosting. Um, but you know, if it was if it was a couple different owners, depending on who fucked up, I don't know if he Kojak's a very likable guy. I probably wouldn't have I probably done the same thing for Kojak, honestly. Um, a couple other people. You know, maybe you hold them for ransom for that pick. Um, but just an all-time and, and Wire just made the same goddamn mistake in the chat. Like their names are not that similar at all. And their last names. And right. And then it was a report that um Devontae Smith got hurt, and Wire replies Melvin Gordon with an arrow up. And I thought it was a bit because he's like, Oh shit, it's Javante. And I was like, Good joke. And then the very next lecture is like. I'll go like kill myself now. Like it wasn't like a joke. Like he realized he fucked up again. It's just like, and then Mueller's meme was on all time. That was so funny. But the uh, the step there's whole Javante Devante thing. That was that was what awesome. So yeah, then so like that whole thing was very funny. When it turned into something very not funny, and why Eric's whole draft was derailed because. Tiz didn't know the draft started. We didn't like send a pigeon with a fucking letter letting him know the drafts like dropped everything we could do and let Tiz know the draft started, even though he knew when the draft was starting and the sheets was being updated live. Thought that when he was talking to Kojak that the draft had not started. And I don't know. And then he got he felt like he got shafted for getting Kyle Pitts, even though he was never going to get Kyle Pitts to begin with. He still doesn't fully understand that the story I just told is what happened because he thinks that. He literally thinks that Kojak traded down to six and to get, didn't, didn't get anything for it. That's what he thinks happened. And it didn't happen. So, yeah, and like I said, I, I think he was just confused, not, not being there, not seeing it and it happening quickly, um, which I understand. But like I said, n- n- not, none of that was, was meant against him. It was just a lot of confusion, a lot going on. It was just. And then two rounds later, and I, I sided with Tiz on this one, but two rounds later, Tiz is on the phone with the commish. Yep. says he wants to pick, I think, Stafford. And then I guess mid getting hung up on says, no, wait, I want Hunter Henry. And yep. didn't get that message across. Stafford, the pick, Duch immediately takes Marvin Jones, like in second. And then Josh is up thinking he has Hunter Henry. Tiz calls back to say, wait, you hung up on me. I want Hunter Henry. Josh obviously is pretty pissed. Just, it, just the controversy just follows the guy. It's like... <laughs> A year after year, and I mean, it twice, was twice in a draft. Signal, signal in Kojak's backyard was actually horrible. It was, it was. It was I, I couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi. I tried to pass one yeah. point. I just gave up on it. I never got through to it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, just, just make it to the draft. That's like, sorry. I don't, I don't blame him. It's the, the change of work. But like I said, he'll, he'll be, he'll be there next year. He'll be back with vengeance. Maybe he'll kick Kojak in the nuts. Whatever he's got to do, and he'll be, he'll be back. I mean, the, the torch is already kind of getting passed to League Villain from Greg early on, but it's full on pass. Like it is all I think it's it. fully tis. It's fully. I mean, especially because he just won and it seems so good. I mean, I, if you put it to a vote, who would you least likely want to see win the title next year? It his would blow Greg out of the water, I think. No, uh, I would I would I'd probably vote Greg. I don't want Greg to win again. Over no way. Yeah, he's got because he's got multiple championships. I, I don't want to see that like oh hey, Rogers has three. I'd rather Ro- Greg get the three and tie with Rogers than Tiz get two. And be more than me. I'd rather you know, I, th- I third. want Greg or Rogers to win again. I like all you guys. I support all of you. I would love one of the members of this draft to win, but unfortunately, of Eric drafting and cutting all of his players, 
drafting multiple quarterbacks and tight ends. But hey, I'm, I'm projected eight and six. Take that. Projections do mean everything. They do. They do. They do. But um, all right. I mean, awesome podcast. Awesome draft. Any any other closing thoughts or anything that we want to touch upon? I think lost in all that controversy is that Kojak had Devonta Smith over Kyle Pitts. I think feel like that's a little bit of a hot take. I agree. But he's he's got Zach Ertz. Exactly your point before. It's not necessarily a need. I would I wouldn't do it. I would have taken Pitts, but like I I understand it from his perspective. Yeah, that's what's got to be happy. Point that out. I'm also super. I mean, I talked about the trade, but I I love Bateman so much. I, I, had, I had high anxiety not thinking I couldn't trade it. That's the only guy I want to trade into after the top like four ish. Maybe Terrace Marshall. Um, I really like him, but I was very, very happy. And Ad, you know, you know what you do have now, and I'm going to point it out, and so the, the league knows is that you've been overly honest the last two drafts. Like you planted your flag in like January on your guys, stuck with them, got both of them, said exactly what you're going to do. Is next year the year that you throw the smoke in there and fuck everybody over? Ooh. No. Okay. He's an, okay. He's an honest guy. Look at his role no, models. I, his role models is Abraham Lincoln. Honest Dave. Honest Dave, yes. Honest Dad. behind you. Hey, the one year I tried to be like – two years I tried to be like – because at, at that point the league was just super cutthroat anyway. Everyone was just snakes. Is when like I didn't want anyone to take Keith Marshall from me and I didn't want anyone to take Aaron Blosh from me. Didn't really work out. So – Probably just better to be honest. I mean, I've already, and I can't think of his name, um, but I will be doing everything in my power to trade in next year to draft. Burks? Yes, Jalen Burks. I want him. I will give up Eric's 2023 first potentially, which could be 101, which could be the Texas running back, who's like the number one Debbie guy in the league. Don't care. I, so, I you mean, say, you say like the I, alphas. He's an alpha. He's an alpha. We'll see. Well, you know, next year to play in the combine, all that, where he gets drafted. But I'm at, not as in love with him with Metcalf. I'll probably never love the prospect more than Metcalf, but I do like me and Phelan Burks. I'm just excited to be talking trades with my blow-up doll at a fancy dinner. So, No, do it next year. I have your first in 2023. It'd be so dope. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, any, any other closing thoughts before we, uh, we wrap it up here? No, that's it. It was um... – I just want to say it was good to see you guys. It was uh, well worth the trip down there and hanging out with you guys and attending the draft again. I know we're all getting a little older and a little wiser, and it was just uh, it was nice to uh, you know be back in that that groove for a couple of days. So, well, shout out to Nick for being a league cornhole partner, Lord of the Lawns. Lord, Lord of the Lawns. lawns. Remember, remember, get get prepped because we have next year is 2022, 2023, and then 2024 decade draft in Vegas. So everyone, clear, clear your – I don't want to hear it. Clear your dates now. 2024, we're doing the draft in Vegas. How early can you book a hotel? What? How early I'll, can you I'll book I'll do it tomorrow. Like, can you do that? <laughs> like, like, three years <laughs> in advance? <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can do something. I'll, I'll look it up. Although Josh probably already has something booked. I feel like he always just has hotels online. Right. Josh, if you're, if you're out there listening, let us know when it's booked. But um, awesome, awesome pod, awesome draft. I will be sending out draft grades tomorrow. Probably everyone gets an A plus except for myself. But um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but with that, Chad, you want to hit them with the the Twitter and whatnot that we don't use anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's at Elite Dynasty Pod. Love it, love it. Well, with that, peace, everyone. Have a great night. Later. Peace.